you. Welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 21, Farscape. Bone to be wild. Because why not? <laughs> My name is Eric. My name is Joe. <laughs> uh, I hate that song. It's, uh, it's not a bad song. It's just, uh, should never ever be played again. Mm hmm. I agree. Ever. Ever. Yeah. If I heard that song uh, once a year... That's too much. That Yeah, maybe once every two years would be okay. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that has been used in everything. <laughs> Put it away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate the title of this episode. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh... The Farscape episodes seem they they have a tendency to to run uh, punny mm -hmm. more than any other show that I've ever watched. <laughs> uh, uh, this one's the worst. Yeah, uh, so far anyway. Yeah, and it reminds me of uh, whenever you go to a restaurant and they have clever names <laughs> for menu items, and then you have to say them out loud to a person. Mm -hmm. I hate that. It's like when I go to uh, Cold Stone Creamery and I want to get a large whatever. Right. Uh, the sizes that they have at Cold Stone are like it, love it, and gotta have it. Not small, medium, and large. <laughs> I don't know if... I don't know if that's worse than uh, ordering something with a stupid name. Because... <laughs> I haven't been to Cold Stone in like four years. Uh, I'm sure some of their their Sundays or whatever also have dumb names. I'm sure, yeah. So you got to order a dumb name and a dumb thing. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like it when they do sizes, you know, clever sizes. Uh, even even like a, a jumbo or a you know a, a grande or yeah. whatever the hell. Uh. -uh. <laughs> Small, Venti. Deep, large. Venti. Yeah, that's dumb, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I want a gargantuan. <laughs> Small, medium, large. That's yeah. It. Extra large if you have it, maybe. Yeah. That's it. That's the can't get enough of it. I don't know. That's not a real thing, but it probably will be before you know it. Uh, there was, uh, I don't know if they're still around or not, but there was a, uh, a burrito type place, like a, like a Chipotle or a hothead mm -hmm. called Moe's. Yeah, welcome to Moe's! Yeah. I've never been to Moe's, but, uh, my wife tells me that when you walk in the door at Moe's, yeah. all the people there say, welcome to Moe's! Well, they do that, which is off-putting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, makes me immediately want to leave. Why are you yelling at me as exactly. soon as I walk in the door? Yeah. Uh, and then they have uh, stupid names for their burrito combos. All right. You know, I mean, you, you just order your burrito with a variety of different uh, meats and or vegetables. Uh, let's just call it what it is. Let's not make references to a dumb episode of Seinfeld while we're trying to order. <laughs> Which is why I never went back. Which, what, what episode was it? Uh, who knows? I can't remember. It's been years. <laughs> what was the burrito called? Uh, it was it was something from a Seinfeld episode. I can't remember. <laughs> there have been a lot of Seinfeld episodes. Yes, yes, there have. I'm been. I'm curious about this. Go to Moe's. Is it the parking lot? 
No. Uh, is it the yada yada? Is it the I, Fusilli Jerry? I believe there was a yada yada. Was there a yada yada? I believe so. All yes. right. Uh, couldn't tell you what it was. Could tell you that I did not order it because <laughs> I ordered the thing with the least stupid name. Gotcha. And then the food was also subpar, and we never went back. All right. Because of those three things. Yeah, I don't think there is any in the area anymore. Good. So that's probably fine. Probably because they do awful, awful things when you go into one. <laughs> Y'all have the master of your domain. <laughs> and gotta have it, size. Uh, we live in a society. Restaurants, <laughs> restaurant owners. We have, uh, we have uh, just re-elected uh, the, the same president that we had before. Yes. Uh, so, so we, we have the lesser of the two evils. Let us, let us try to just, uh, grab a hold to what remaining humanity we have left. <laughs> and not name things dumb things. <laughs> this, uh, this what we're complaining about right here is the epitome of first world problems. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the things that they name things at the place where I go and they make me food and I pay for it. <laughs> there should be a quiet dignity to certain things. <laughs> Such as going out to eat. Yes, there's no dignity about going to Coldstone Creamery. That's for sure. No, there is not, because don't they also sing? Uh, they do, if you tip them. Yeah. Yeah, Look that. I I have uh, I have tipped them in the past and specifically asked them not to sing. Yeah, like I will not tip them if they sing, and and then they're okay with it. Okay. So yeah, if, if you ask them not to sing, well, but I shouldn't have to ask them. You shouldn't have to tip them. Well, I I didn't have to. I was trying to be nice. They. I thought they did a good job, but with my my gotta have it. But doing moo, their jobs. Moo moo chicken fuck <laughs> Sunday. Which is, of course, a double dipping of chocolate fudge brownie ice cream with uh, chicken bits in it. Right. Um, America. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Way to go, us. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, there needs to be a quiet dignity. And, uh, certain people at certain places shouldn't get tipped, uh, ever. Yeah. Uh, such as a cold stone. Subway, Hothead, Chipotle, they're, they're all the same concept. There's a, a line of, of trays, and they, they put things in a thing for you. <laughs> uh, that is the extent of their job. Yeah. Uh, they don't get tipped. If I, if I, feel I think like it's I... presumptuous of Cold Stone to assume that people are going to tip them. I don't think they and presume... And then it's doubly awful that they sing about it. <laughs> that is awful. But no, I don't think that they presume that they're going to be tipped. I think they put the jar out, just in case. You that, know. That's presumption. Is it? Yeah. Is it, though? Yeah. Is it, though? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems It seems more like just, you know, making the option available. It shouldn't be available. Oh. <laughs> they shouldn't get tipped. Okay. Yeah. First game. That's just one man's opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's the right one, too. Okay. <laughs> God bless America. Farscape! <laughs> uh, horrible episode title. Kind of kind of, kind of boring episode. 
I thought boring. I thought it was kind of boring. Oh, yeah. we we had some laughs. There was uh, joints going on in the, the room. Two of the three storylines I enjoyed. <laughs> All right. The third one, which was also sort of the main one of the episode, okay, uh, left a little to be desired as far as I was concerned. All right. So assume the main one you're talking about is uh, Crichton, Dargo, and Zan going down to an asteroid, mm-hmm. finding a a rock full of plants. They they answer a distress call. Right. Why the fuck? Are they answering a distress call? Because they're the Star... No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) This is not fucking Star Trek. (laughs) They are prisoners on the run, and this is asking for trouble. Uh, But they're all good people. Yeah, fuck that. They can't ignore a call for help. (laughs) Fuck that. Yeah, they need to be more like uh, the hardened criminals they're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Fugitives. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I can't saying, disagree with you. I'm just saying they're trying to hide from the peacekeepers. Yeah, which they spend about ten minutes up top doing. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I, I, you know, leaving the ship to to answer a distress call is is again just asking for trouble. It's either asking for trouble on the asteroid or from the peacekeepers, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I mean. Yeah, there's there's no justifying it. <laughs> I mean, we I I can try to justify it by saying, well, they did see the the distressed person being attacked by a giant monster. Yeah, and I think that that would probably play on their uh, you know their their uh, their heartstrings. Say, well, you know, we can't just leave this creature to be destroyed and possibly devoured by. The Hulk. Okay. So let's at least go down there and then see what we can do. You know. Okay. But, yeah, you're they had, right. They had to split the crew off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you saw Prometheus. I did. I finally saw Prometheus. I enjoyed it, did you? I did, yeah, I liked it. Uh, one of the things that... Uh, I've seen from people who who didn't enjoy it was that uh, well everybody acted like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> they've apparently never seen this episode of Farscape. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's an idiot in this yeah. episode. <laughs> it's true, pretty much. <laughs> There's only one character who's not an idiot. Uh, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She also has mostly the least to do. Yeah. Well, outside of uh, Rigel and Chiana. Yeah. Who do nothing. Who I forgot were there. Yeah. (laughs) As tend to happen. A lot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's what you do when you have uh, puppets and uh, a latecomer to the show. (laughs) And a white chick. Let's just say it. A white chick. She's white. Yeah. I think we said that last episode. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm okay with it. Alright. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, so so three of the crew go down to answer the distress call, and and uh, just a, a series of wacky events happens. <laughs> um, okay, so... So, Zan is a plant. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, and that came out of nowhere. I don't think he came out of nowhere. No? 
There was an entire episode devoted to her photogasms. Well, there is that, yeah. but it it felt it felt like a retcon because uh. it seems like it would have been mentioned in that episode if they had known at the time that Zan was a plant and not that she just gets off on sunlight. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't I don't I didn't find it as distressing or as shocking as you did. Okay, uh, could be because I remembered it, even though I totally didn't remember it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, I, I feel like that, uh, I, I don't feel, if it is a retcon, I don't feel like it's one that seems to be shoehorned in, like, uh, some other retcons I've seen in the past. Okay. Uh, like, you know, let's say Wolverine being the, uh, creator of Weapon X. Right. Yeah. <laughs> For example, just a crazy <laughs> random example I just picked out of thin air. <laughs> That's far too ridiculous to be true, Eric. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm not a professional comic book writer. It's true. Diplome. <laughs> uh, but I, I guess it, it felt, uh, it felt kind of random. And, 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 and sometimes I like that. Right. But it was just too fortuitous and, and coincidental. And, and, and it, it was like, it was like they got to the second half of the episode, or, or even the third half of the episode, and they were like, okay, well, how can we have this guy turn on Zan? Right. What can we do yeah. to make him do that? Yeah. Maybe she's a plant! <laughs> it, it is, uh... I, I see where you're coming from now. Like, you know, uh... Looking at it from that perspective, the fact that, uh... The rest of the episode hinges on that fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that now. Uh, but I think as an overall, like, episodic thing, uh, I don't feel it's that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, you're right. It, it definitely... The events of this episode that happened would not have happened if that reveal hadn't been just sort of shouted out loud. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so basically their entire plot is uh, one of just uh, mistaken identity and, and uh, just uh, 70s comedy wackiness. <laughs> but with horrific after effects. Right. Yeah. Mr. Roper is a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who likes to eat people's bones. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then Larry is a uh, kleptomaniac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Probably was, actually. Yeah, that was okay. the best choice. Larry was definitely the most criminal of anyone on Three's Company. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was a serial rapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. It's anyway. Oh, uh, there's there's company. No, zing. Actually, I find it quite humorous. There was a uh, there was one night uh, when I was in college and uh, I was uh, up all night depressed and uh, and I have sounds like college. Okay. Yeah, it was college and uh, and I happened to turn on Three's Company and uh, and I was uh, surprised at how funny it was. It's quite good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, my parents. Uh, I, I don't live with them. Right. Uh, just for the record. <laughs> but uh, they go out of town quite a bit because uh, they're, they're old and they like to travel. Right. 
and uh, they also have uh, cats, and uh, they also have uh, cable and free food. So <laughs> when they leave, I house it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, a thing that you call it house sitting, but really you're just living there temporarily while um, they're gone. Yeah, <laughs> eating their food and watching their TV. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's also not forget the soft water. Right. <laughs> it uh, makes all the difference. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm taking care of the cats and I'm, you know, making sure the house is safe and getting the mail and the newspaper. And, all right. But, you know, I have my duties when I'm there. Right. Water the plants, take out the trash. Uh, yeah, I'm totally fucking living there. There wouldn't be any trash if you weren't there. It's, well, you know, the trash day is on a Wednesday, <laughs> they leave on a Saturday. <laughs> You know, there's there's like four days of trash buildup that has to be getting rid of. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that uh, I would totally move back in there in an instant. Uh, but uh, but I don't, and so I, I do house it for them when they leave. And uh, yeah, a couple nights uh, while I've been there, there, there's been like you know a Three's Company marathon on TV Land, and I will watch every fucking episode and find it. Thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, usually also while I'm depressed. Gotcha. That's <laughs> the best time to watch Three's Company. Yeah. But also, I, I tend to get really depressed when I'm there for more than, like, five days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why. I'm uh, sorry. Because I'm alone, actually. That's okay. Why. But you've got, you've got the cats. i got the cats, but they, they, they're assholes. <laughs> well, they are cats. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, and also, just because... No, uh, I'm alone here, but uh, this place is smaller, so uh, it's I, I don't know. Uh, just, uh, my thoughts don't echo as much. I understand. <laughs> Beyond my neurosis, Farscape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have ventured into strange territory. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they get to the asteroid and they they find the person who sent the distress call and and. Meet the monster. Yeah. But all is not as it seems. Nope. As you may have predicted immediately. Like we did, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it was even a thing of me. I don't. I barely remember this episode <laughs> from ever watching it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, may honestly have skipped it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, as soon as. Uh, as soon as you see the, the, the first person, the. the person who made the distress call and you're like oh well uh they are the the killer yeah it's a trap yeah <laughs> uh basically it's this uh it's this uh, tiny little chick who eats bones yes yeah uh, eats bones of the living yeah yeah which would make them not living anymore right yeah. she kills the living yeah and eats bones yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the hideous uh, swamp creature is uh, actually just a kindly scientist. Yeah. With a very effeminate uh, British accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's twist number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to spoil the shit out of this. Yeah, who cares? Uh, I don't care. This isn't Walking Dead. Nope. <laughs> uh, is, uh, yeah, it's it's a 13-year-old show and uh, also... Uh, uh, one of the least good episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so really, we're doing you a favor. Yeah. You don't have to watch this one now. Although I am going to say this, found it thoroughly enjoyed. I I enjoyed the uh, the t 
two thirds of the episode that I liked. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess it sort of evens out to about half of the episode that I liked. Right. Because, yeah, the, the, the main plot seems to takes up more of the show than yeah. the other two plots. It's just them, you know, they go one place, and then they decide they need to go to another place, and then they go there, and then they right. decide they need to go somewhere else. And uh, There's no, like, sense of scale or, of like, where things are. Yeah. You know, and then, like, the entire thing is just, it's, it's a forest, so everything is just cluttered anyway. Yeah. So, like, any sense of urgency is, is really not there. Uh, except for when the creatures attack, right? Which they don't. Yeah, they, they don't really because they're they're all willing to talk things through <laughs> rather than uh, follow their natures and be evil. It's like I wrote this episode. <laughs> when I was writing fan fiction, I always had the worst time writing fight scenes. Yeah, because like, why don't they just sit down and talk? <laughs> well, I can actually, I can, I can see that uh, as being. Uh, you know, uh, a writer. Yeah. Uh, you, you may not think as visually as uh, an artist would. And so when it comes to a fight scene, which is mostly going to be a visual thing, yeah, you, you want to put yourself into it, even though you are writing that scene. Yeah. It, you know, you, you want to have the dialogue there, too, which is why I find some old comics a pain to read. <laughs> because in the middle of a fight scene, you know, characters are having paragraphs and paragraphs of dialogue as they're, like, you know, swinging over a city and, you know, exposition and <laughs> quips. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that was the other part of it, is, uh, is uh, in addition to why can't they just talk it out, fight scenes are hard to write in prose. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm not good at it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, when when my friend and I were were doing comics, uh, like somehow we managed to publish like like ten comics without any fight scenes in them ever happening. <laughs> and they're superhero comics, right? Uh, some of them were, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you know, action, sci-fi, you know, you know, stuff like that, supernatural. Uh, but but mostly just all dealt with people talking or just like some sort of weird Deus Ex Machina. It's it's human drama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so when we actually were writing just a straightforward superhero comic, we we came to the point where the fight scene needed to happen, and we were stuck. And so <laughs> we spent about a couple of hours, uh, basically plotting out and choreographing this fight <laughs> on uh, post-its and scrap paper <laughs> <laughs> so that I could eventually write the script for it. <laughs> you can't just write, they fight. <laughs> I, I did get away with that sometimes, but, but we, we were trying to like fit within like a, a pace thing. Gotcha, know? gotcha. And fit it within you know, a certain amount of pages to, to move the story. Uh, so we did have to carefully think about how we were going to do that. That doesn't sound fun. It was not. <laughs> but gotta say, when it was done, I mean, we we had never actually made that comic. Mm-hmm. But uh, plotting that out and then writing it out was was uh, you know it was hard but immensely satisfying. Well, good. Yeah. And that was the last thing I ever did worthwhile of anything. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing this right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
Um, can we stop talking about the main plot? Because it's boring as shit. Alright. <laughs> uh, let's just, uh, yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> Bone Eater wants to eat bones. Uh, plant Man is evil. Uh, they they plant, eventually figure it out. Plant Man kidnaps Zan briefly. Yeah. Shrinks her down like Brainiac. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I like Brainiac. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you liked the Zan action figure. I did, yeah. Which probably actually was an action figure. Probably looked like it. There, there were some Farscape toys uh, back in the day. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, that got resolved. Yeah, the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, far more interesting. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I don't know which one do you want. To, do you want to talk about uh, Aaron first, or do you want to talk about uh, the the goings on on the Peacekeeper ship? Let's talk about Aaron first. Okay. Uh, so, so there are some problems with uh, the baby, baby, uh, baby Moya, baby, baby Moya. Yeah. Uh, not fully bonding with Moya. Nope. Uh, because the baby knows that it's different because it's, it's a freak because it's got uh, PK Tech on it. Yeah. Not PK Tech girl. She's dead. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we never saw what they did with the corpse. She, they, she could be on it. They may have transported her over there yeah. for her food. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, a little, little baby, a little baby Leviathan knows it's the next man. Levy, uh, <laughs> Levi, it's his name. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's an ex man. Yeah. It's an ex man. <laughs> it it's a, a mutant Leviathan. It was born with an extra chromosome. That's true. That gave it, uh, you know, strange new powers and made it different than its uh, mom. That's true. Yep. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Can't have been the first person to have made that announcement. Yeah, whatever. No, yeah. you're the most recent. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, Aaron goes over to, uh, to the, uh, to the baby, baby ship. Yeah. Uh, in an effort to help it bond with, uh, with Moya and learn to trust them and Moya. Right. And, uh, so yeah, so it's basically, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a very small part of that episode, but, uh, it's interesting. As, uh, Aaron, uh, tries to talk to the ship and the ship, uh, takes a liking to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. It is kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I, like when, I like when she smiles. Yeah. Because she doesn't smile very often. That's true. So it's nice. It is nice. It's like the, the childlike delight in her face. Because <laughs> peacekeepers are sheltered. Yeah. So, you know, when, when something fun happens... Yeah, I like it. She's uh, she's breaking out. She's uh, she's uh, defying genetics and yeah. uh, she's she's being her own person. Yeah, and bonding with a little baby spaceship. Yay, with weapons. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so she basically talks to to the ship and uh, everything gets happy. Yeah, yeah, and I, and that made me happy. I like that. It was fun. Uh, and then yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Rigel and Chiana show up for a second, and yeah. uh, we remember that they exist. <laughs> <laughs> and we're part of this episode. Yay! <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I like that story. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, then yeah, the the, the uh, C plot uh, to this episode is uh, we we, uh, we we get a, quite a focus on peacekeepers again. Yeah, which uh, dang is, it is nice. Definitely. Uh, to, to, you know, have a fully realized threat. You know, we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's nice that, <clears throat> uh, 
that they're not just mentioned in passing. Right. Because, you know, it's it's established at the beginning of the episode that they're scanning the area. Yeah. And I, I feel like maybe in an earlier episode, uh, that would have been all there was to it. They're scanning, but you never see them. I'm pretty sure that actually did happen in an yeah, earlier episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. they were hiding on the other side of the planet or whatever. Yep. <laughs> maybe it was a cloud It was a cloud, something. that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Space cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes no fucking sense. No. <laughs> that's where I keep all my files. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> so, yeah, we do get uh, quite a bit between Krace uh, and Scorpius. Yep. Which is awesome. Yes, it is. Scorpius is awesome. He is very awesome. He is uh, growing into quite the villain. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and Krace is uh, becoming more and more unhinged. Yes. Which <clears throat> I love. Yeah. Get a fucking haircut. <laughs> That's all I have to say to Grace. I was just about to say that uh, I think his uh, his deteriorating mental state is being shown through his hair. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, my favorite moment in the entire episode is actually the very first time we see Grace. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> He's looking at some x-rays i don't know yeah space x-rays yeah and uh he gets pissed and he just throws them in the face of his uh subordinates <laughs> and they just hit the guy right in the face yep it's perfect it's great <laughs> i kept waiting for him to do it again i was hoping that he was going to do it to scorpius when uh he was looking at the same forms when scorpius shows up in his office <laughs> oh man so, yeah. And I also think I know why uh, peacekeepers are so cranky. Uh, because they don't have proper eating utensils. That's true. <laughs> uh, they show Crace eating at one point, and he's got basically just sort of a, like a, a tiny tongue depressor that he's just <laughs> sort of pushing food around on his, his plates. <laughs> Which Scorpius promptly kicks. Yes. <laughs> In a total dick move. Yeah, well, he's a dick. He's a badass. Yeah, he is. Badasses kick people's food plates. Because <laughs> this is prison. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, well, he probably saw that Chris uh, had ordered some stupidly named food items and uh, got pissed <laughs> off. I'm bringing it all around. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. He ordered the moons over Miami. <laughs> 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 uh so yeah good things going on here yeah amidst the boring a plot yeah <laughs> uh well the, the the most interesting part of that plot uh is is the fact that the the bone eater uh she basically and she successfully does it throughout the entire episode uh, by not eating anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically, they wind up resolving that entire thing by Dargo promising her that as soon as they leave, the peacekeepers will track them there. Right. And uh, then she'll be able to eat all the peacekeepers she wants. And so then that happens. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened at the end. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, Scorpius, like, hugs her or something. Yeah. And she's smelling him. And, yeah. and is she going to attack? Does he know that she's going to kill them? I, I don't know what's going on there. 
I took from it that he knows that uh, she is going to uh, eat everyone there. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, he may just let it happen. Yeah. Because he's a dick. That's true. Yeah. I'll, uh, sick, I'll sick her on Chris. Right. Uh, That's problem. Yeah, I, I don't honestly remember if she shows up again or not. Because <laughs> we got one episode left in this season. Right. Yeah. Big uh, season finale next week. Yay. Yay. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, then. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.